What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Don Lemon bombshell just dropped in Variety and Problematics. It is juicy. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Oh, problematics, problematics. Do I have something for you? And you know what? Uh, (laughs) We're going to spend the whole episode talking about this because it is just too juicy. Everyone's favorite dumb, woke CNN anchor, Don Lamon, is the subject of this bombshell report from Variety. And, And honestly, when I saw the headline. I thought problematics, I thought it was just going to be something basic. Uh, The headline is, Don Lemon's misogyny at CNN exposed malicious texts mocking female co-workers in diva-like behavior. So this is really, really, really interesting. I'm just going to give you high level, (laughs) the funniest, the the funniest stuff, um, in this stuff because it's a like it's it's all completely insane. When I saw this, I thought that oh, this is going to be some you know behind the scenes shenanigans. Maybe he was just like a jerk to the staff and stuff like that. But this is some next level like dynasty soap opera type stuff. Okay, let me give you the clo- the the craziest story in this whole thing. Like the even the, some of the stuff that's coming up is a little wild. But this is the great like this is like a Melrose Place storyline. Okay. So, (laughs) in 2008, Don Lim was co-anchoring CNN's Live From weekday show with Kyra Phillips. And apparently, 
Kyra Phillips at the time got a gig or a gig in assignment in Iraq that Lemon wanted it so much. He wanted this very, very badly. Okay. This is according to the Variety Report, which talked to a, a variety of sources. And Phillips is actually on the record with this. And I'm going to tell you what she said in a little bit. But this is what they said. So when he was passed over for this Iraq assignment, he vented his disappointment at being passed over by tearing up pictures and notes on top of and inside Phillips' desk in the news pod they shared, according to two sources who worked there at the time. When she returned from Iraq, things only got weirder. One night, while dining with members of the news team, she received the first of two threatening text messages from an unknown number on her flip phone that warned, now you've crossed the line and you're going to pay for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is, and this all happened. This is completely insane. So... CNN and, and the higher ups were like, you know, Phillips rattles. She's like, oh my God, I don't know who this is. You know, this is um, an anchor woman on a national television network. This could be a stalker. This could be some crazy stuff. Folks, as somebody in the public eye, um, there are crazy, and, and it doesn't even matter which side of the aisle you fall on. There are just, if you're in the public eye in any kind of way, there are just crazy people who want to do you harm. It's just a thing that happens. So she gets CNN to try to, you know, figure out who the text came from. Uh, who do you think they came from? They came from Don Lemon. Don Lemon literally, uh, this is like a three-episode uh, arc on, on Melrose Place or, or Dynasty or, you know, one of the old-school primetime prime soap operas. Like, I didn't know that people acted, <laughs> acted like this in real life. I thought this was the domain of, I don't know, you know, Heather Locklear and, and people that do primetime soap operas where they just, you know, slap each other in the boardroom. I mean, I didn't know that people actually behaved in this way in real life. So the texts were traced back to Don Lemon. A human resources investigation was launched, and while the findings were never disclosed to the growing pool of staffers who were aware of the situation, Lemon was abruptly pulled from his co-anchor duties with Phillips and moved to the weekends. It, was the la it appears to be the last time he was paired with a female anchor until his most recent assignment on CNN This Morning with Don Lemon Poppy Harlow, and Caitlin Collins. <clears throat> okay. So, oh, I guess, you know, I was wrong. Phillips um, declined comment on this. I think um, he, Don Lemon had some drama with Soledad O'Brien, and she's the one that responded on the record. Soledad O'Brien is a weirdo who blocked me on Twitter, and I still don't even know why. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, okay, so... First of all, before I get into the, the rest of the stories, and I mean, and this one is just the craziest. I mean, they unleashed the crazy first, okay? And this is wild. <laughs> what you have to understand is this. This is all traced back to those comments about Nikki Haley not being in her prime. And the mistake, and, and the weird thing about this all is that Don Lemon has said dumber things than that. Don Lemon has acted in dumber ways than that. But his biggest mistake is he thought he was just insulting Republicans, or he thought he was just insulting Nikki Haley, okay? Or, or maybe he thought that he could get away with insulting a woman in that way because she's a Republican, and everybody would kind of just brush it under the rug. What he didn't realize is that he was insulting all women. 
by saying Nikki Haley's 51 years old, okay? And honestly, the, the reason why everybody was <clears throat> mad at this, because, you know, you again, Nikki Haley said that we need leaders in their prime. Joe Biden is is old as dirt. Everybody knows it. He's senile. He naps. Like, everybody knows Joe Biden's senile. I mean, it's just like the worst kept secret in politics. And it's so weird that we have his ghost senile zombie presidency, but whatever. Don Lemon thought that he was just insulting Republicans and insulting Nikki Haley and that he thought he can get away with, but he didn't realize that he was insulting all women. And when he says that Nikki Haley is not in her prime at 51 years old, what he's basically saying, and if you go back and, and watch that awkward exchange between he and Poppy, Poppy Harlow, and Poppy Harlow's just like, you know, it, the prime for what? And so obviously he was referring to childbearing age. And obviously it's super offensive to any woman for a variety of different reasons, which means that like what women, and I'm not even the most PC person in the world, but it just like literally implies that women are worthless um, after their childbearing eight years, which is ridiculous. And Nikki Haley's 51 years old. I think that is very like prime age to be a world leader. I don't. It, oh, by the way, um, this is not a Nikki Nikki Haley endorsement. Do not make that mistake. I loathe Nikki Haley. She's a gross neocon, but I don't loathe her because she's fifty one years old. That's ridiculous. So anyway, that's why Don Lemon got in trouble. And so now, when you zoom out of all of this stuff, and and I'm telling you, I have been sort of. I'm in media, but like I'm in media, but I'm not at the same like I'm very comfortable with like my like C list status in media, probably even D list. That's fine. I'm in it, but I'm not really in it, but I'm in it enough to know and I've seen enough to know that when stories like this come out about somebody like Don Lemon <clears throat> in a place like Variety with this slant and the slant is, is that he's a sexist who's attacking women. Um, there's somebody that is very powerful that wants Don Lemon out at CNN. He is no longer being protected by whoever it was that he was being protected by all those years. And I guess it was Jeff Zucker. And now Jeff Zucker's out at, at, at CNN. And I think that he was protected by Jeff Zucker um, at CNN for all those years after Jeff Zucker got ousted for, you know, um, being romantically involved with a subordinate, which is apparently um, something that these people cannot stop doing at CNN because CNN, um, Don Lemon also dated some like junior producer at CNN that was like 22 years old when he was like in his early 40s. And that's also another thing in this story. So apparently they cannot stop like having sex with people in that building, which is weird. Like all these media people, it's like it, to these people, it's like there are literally 10 vaginas and 10 penises on the planet for them to choose from. And they all apparently have to be like within a, a, a 30 feet radius of their workplace. It's, it's completely bizarre how incestuous these media circles are. Um, these people are so gross. <laughs> anyway. anyway, problematics. Um, let's take a break. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. 
As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. All right, Problematics, welcome back. So we're talking about the, uh, I I think that what we're seeing is the fall of, of Don Lemon. And the point that I was making before the break was that these stories in a place like Variety um, that are deeply sourced and everybody knows in CNN, of course, they issued some denial that, oh, we deny this. Don Lemon denies it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> when a story gets to Variety, everybody knows it's true. All right. Uh, everybody knows it's true. And so the question is, you know what? And before I even get to all that, let me just circle back around and get you the rest of the story. And then I'm going to I'm gonna put it in the context why I think that the Don Lemon is over. And I think that somebody's really trying to get him out of, out of CNN. All right. So, so we covered um, <laughs> the threatening uh, anonymous text messages that he sent to his female co-anchor. Now you've crossed the line and you're going to pay for it. That's, I mean, like I said, that's a Melrose Place type stuff. So now, um, oh, this is the stuff about, okay, so, and this is what they said. He, those who work with him say he was a shameless name dropper and left behind hints that he socialized with important people, like a handwritten note from Stedman Graham that he had taped on his computer. Someone unnerved, somewhere unnerved by his talk of his previous lawsuits, believing it signaled that he was litigious. He frequently let drop that he successfully sued Tower Records, as well as the Chicago PD for racial profiling, and didn't need to worry about money thanks to the settlements. Um, <clears throat> and Variety said they could only find record of the former, which was settled in 2001 and appears to be sealed. Through a CNN spokesperson, Lemon says he never sued the Chicago PD. Anyway, whatever. All the while, he began openly dating a fresh out-of-college staffer despite a major age difference and power imbalance. Lemon was 41 while the staffer was 42. The ambitious, and, and by the way, Lemon's 53 or 54 at this point, and I guess his boyfriend or husband or fiance or whatever is like 38, so, you know, Lemon likes chicken. Um... So the ambitious anchor who is gay, um, but the ambitious anchor who is gay was not out of the closet at the time, but wasn't hiding it either. The pair would drive to work together in Lemon's car and began a long-term open relationship. Says one senior executive, as fast as you can make a rule, Don would bend it. More troubling was his misogynistic behavior. 
Not long before he was identified as sending threatening texts to Phillips, he mocked Grace on air by mimicking her, shocking fellow colleagues. This is Nancy Grace that they're talking about. Grace declined comment, but a person close to her tells Variety that, quote, she thinks he's an ass and that he was, quote, rude, dismissive, and really unfamiliar with the news content being discussed. That was the beginning of when you knew that Don was kind of volatile and didn't say good things about women, says a witness. So now this goes into the Soledad O'Brien stuff. If you go into the Soledad O'Brien, if you know who Soledad O'Brien is, she used to be at CNN and she ran around and played black, black, black. I'm blickety black, 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 black. Soledad O'Brien is half white and half Afro-Latina, which makes her like a quarter Afro-Latina. And she just like runs around pretending to be black. And basically, honestly, to tell you the truth, this is the article says that Don Lemon said this about Soledad O'Brien because she hosted the Black in America docuseries in 2008. I remember that. During an editorial call attended by 30 staffers, he suggested O'Brien isn't Black, according to two witnesses, who found the characterization wildly offensive. Don always wanted to be front and center on anything high profile, especially anything involving race, says a colleague. Um, so yeah, that is, you know, look, so that O'Brien's not black. I mean, come on, give me a break. You know, she's, she's, you know, a quarter, she's a quarter Afro-Cuban, but yeah, you know, like you said, and this is one case I'll definitely side, uh, with Lamont. Um, there's a lot of these exoticals that are running around trying to be black when it benefits them. Um, and, and Soledad O'Brien is definitely one of those. And she's also super weird. She's I'm blocked on Twitter by her. I've never had, I've never had an interaction with her. Um, she's a weird leftist. Anyway, um, O'Brien tells Variety, and this is juicy. This is very catty. Don has long had a habit of saying idiotic and inaccurate things. So it sounds pretty on brand for him. So... This is what we're working with here. Um, and, and honestly, the rest of it, these are two, these are three biggest things. Oh, yeah, he called a um, producer fat to her face. <laughs> this person is a monster. <laughs> oh, boy, the diva monster. Watch out for the diva monster. Um, yeah, you know, so skipping editorial calls, showing up late to the newsroom, generally exhibiting disengaged behavior. Um, in 2009, CNN was allowed to send one journalist into the Staples Center to cover the Michael Jackson Memorial. Lemon was the choice, and they left Anderson Cooper and Soledad O'Brien outside. And then Lemon went to social media and complained that Cooper got more airtime. <laughs> I mean, this stuff is really, really, really funny. Like, I look, I, I gotta tell you, this is funny. Um, and you know, just to wrap this all up, so I'm going to wrap this all up. Then we'll take another break. Then let me put some of this in the context. Um, one female colleague who had been close to the anchor in his early days at the network found that during the Zucker era, Lemon was losing touch with his former friends. Um, I saw a new Don emerging and I didn't like the new Don. She says he likes celebrity. He likes fame. He likes power. He was no longer the same person. So, oh, and then, oh my God, this thing just keeps on going on. And then 
there's a lot of people that are questioning his journalistic ethics. Remember in 2021 when Juicy Smoulier uh, decided that he was going to become the new woke warrior and pretend that, you know, two uh, Republicans in Trump hats uh, assaulted him in freezing cold Chicago at 2 a.m. in January. They told him this is MAGA country, yes, because that is what uh, Deep Blue Chicago was known as during the Trump era. Anyway, of course, that was all false, and in Lemon um, amplified it, as did, you know, uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and everybody else. So you, 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 uh, you know what they do. They lie, they lie, they lie. Then they take a deep breath, and then they lie some more. But anyway, so Jesse Smollett, Juicy, testified in court that he first learned the Chicago police doubted his story about being the victim of a MAGA-inspired attack after he received a text message warning from Lemon. As a result, Lemon opted not to hand his phone records over to cops. So obviously, as somebody that runs around pretending to be a journalist, it is that is a serious, serious, serious breach of journalistic ethics. That is why I do not call myself a journalist. Because if you are going to run to CNN and pretend that you are a journalist and pretend that you are objectively covering things, you can't really behind the scenes be, you know, giving out warnings to people. And everybody knew Juicy was lying. I remember back in 2021, I I, I mean, back in, you know, 2020 when all of this went down, I just, I remember the Juicy story started falling apart within a good 72 hours. Everybody knew the Juicy story was fake. It was ridiculous. But this speaks to what I think is going on with Lemon right now uh, in terms of just uh, him no longer being useful to the regime or the powers that be or whoever you want to call it. And I'll get into that after the break. This story is not telling us anything that we didn't know, which is that Lemon um, is a diva, likely hates women. Um, <laughs> does not have any journalistic ethics. I didn't know that he was threatening and menacing to women. Like that, te- that text message thing is actually really weird and creepy, and it makes me like really not want to ever meet him again. It just seems like a weirdo now. Like that story. The other stuff is like kind of funny, um, but the text message story is just weird and bizarre, and I don't know. It's just it's it's a little it's a little I don't know like. 90s thriller for me so now it's just weird but anyway when you put all this stuff in a context context what this tells me as somebody that's been you know in media like i said i'm a c-lister which is fine i am fine on the c-list i like my life i am not so famous that people like you know want to like i don't know assassinate me in public and (laughs) you know people tell me lots of things so it's actually kind of fun and i know who i need to know but anyway what this tells me as somebody who observes all of these things is that in number one, somebody who's met Don Lemon a couple of times and he's just not a pleasant person. Like it wasn't anything particularly nasty. It was just, just smug, just condescending, just rude, just holier than thou, just better than like all of this stuff. So anyway, what this tells me is that at some point, Don Lemon was being protected by some very powerful people, um, particularly, I would say, like, over the last 10 years. Very powerful people. Like, Jeff Zucker went to CNN in 2013. He molded CNN 
in his in his in what he wanted it to be, which was the anti-Trump network all day, every day, nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. That is what Jeff Zucker wanted. That is what he turned CNN into. Everybody made a lot of money. Everybody got very wealthy. Everybody got very powerful. Everybody got very famous. Okay, careers were made on the left and the right during that. And my career was made during during the Trump era. Okay, like careers were made in the past decade. And people got people got very paid and very pro Trump, whatever. During that period, when you know Don Lim was doing Don Lemon tonight. And they were having viral moments. He was being aggressively pushed by the regime. All of this stuff, all of this stuff, all of this stuff. The numbers were never really there, ever. The numbers were always low. And you can never really make an excuse for the numbers. The numbers were always low. You can't talk about the lady. You can't talk about anything. CNN's numbers, at that point, at least on Lemon's numbers, like were in the toilet kind of, you know, for the past three to four years of that era, right? And so he was no longer useful when Jeff Zucker was out and Jeff Zucker was protecting him and letting him do whatever he wanted because he's protected by literally the CEO. You can't be more protected by that. So now that Jeff Zucker's out and Don Lemon, to you have to think about the suits at CNN. Um, the CNN brand is in the trash. The ratings are in the trash. The numbers are in the trash. Nobody trusts it anymore. They won the battle but lost the war because they made a lot of money. And a lot of people made a lot of money during that era, but their brand is tarnished for the, is tarnished for the better part of a generation. And I am not being um, – this is not hyper, hyperbole. I'm not being hyperbolic here. The CNN brand is trashed for a generation. It is severely, severely damaged because people knew like we know that that MSNBC was propaganda. We had known that MSNBC was propaganda for quite some time. Whether CNN has always been propaganda or it just turned into propaganda during the Trump years, I do not know. I didn't pay much attention to it um until recently probably like everybody else. I didn't really pay attention to the ways in which the mainstream media work literally until I I went to Columbia, came out, got red pilled. And then started looking at this stuff and started being like, oh my God, like th these are lies. They're lying. So I say all this to say that the CNN brand is tar tarnished for a generation and it'll be 30, 40 years before they can build that back up. Because you have to remember before the Trump era, before all of this insanity, CNN was seen as the moderate balance between Fox and MSNBC. It is no secret that Fox has a conservative ba um, bias, and it is no secret that MSNBC has a very, very liberal bias. The like MSNBC is basically like the like an Antifa network. Okay, we're going to talk about how left MSNBC is, but CNN was always seen as this place that was in the center, um, that was in the middle, that you know you could actually trust. And over the past ten years, particularly. Uh, between 2013 and, and I would say, what, 2021, 22, whenever Zucker left, that has been tarnished. That brand has been destroyed. CNN, uh, Don Lemon is literally, I would say, Anderson Cooper pretended to be a straight journalist during the Trump era. So I don't think he's like the lightning rod. I think that he threaded that needle pretty clearly, even though he is obviously a New York City liberal.
Um, Jim Acosta has toned it down as of late. Jim Acosta is trying to play the game because he knows that he has nowhere to go um, if he if he's not at CNN. So you've seen Jim Acosta sort of um, try not to be explicit. He was an anti-Trump a- activist. Like he got his pr- his fame and his prominence and all that stuff during that era as well. Um, but unlike a lot of people, Jim Acosta doesn't go anywhere after CNN. There's nowhere to go for him. Like he's not a star like that. He doesn't he doesn't do a podcast. Like he doesn't go to Hollywood. He's not a star like that. Don Lemon is actually different because Don Lemon actually is a star. Like Don Lemon actually could go Hollywood. But here's the thing. He can't go Hollywood in the way that he could have before now that the story is out. I think CNN wanted to be done with Don Lemon. I think CNN demoted him and put him in the morning show and gave him like a, a decent deal from what I've t- I'm told is something like two, three million dollars a year, something like that. So I'm told he's given a very I'm, I'm told he has a very, a very good deal for that. And he's given that we're going to put you in the morning show. But again, you're going to have to pretend to be a journalist now. I think that was the rule that I think that was the sort of unspoken agreement that they made with Don Lemon. And all these gaffes are basically telling the CNN executives that Don Lemon is the last remnant of an era that we are trying to move away from because this era is exactly why we're going to have to spend the next 20 to 30 years rebuilding this brand. Um, The morning show is not working. The numbers are terrible. People do not like it. And he just royally pissed off women who, if anybody knows daytime television, anybody, anything in that world, morning show, daytime television, whatever, if women don't like you, you're done. If women do not like you, you are done. They are the most loyal audience. They are the primary audience for these things. These the women are what all advertisers covet. If they don't like you, you're done. And so I think that a lot of this stuff, like I think the call is coming from inside of the house. I think CNN wants Don Lemon gone. They do not want to pay him out. Whatever his ridiculous, like whatever his contract says, they probably do not want to pay it out. So they either want him to finish up the contract and have him leave, or they want to fire him. And all of this stuff that we're seeing in the media right now, like this, this variety story is just bad. This is about CNN getting rid of Don Lemon. And now that this story is out, he has an even tougher time going Hollywood, although he's a, li- he's a black gay liberal, which you cannot be a more protected class than that in this country. He's a black gay liberal. So if he gets the right people and all this stuff and goes on an apology tour, he can still go Hollywood. But I do not think that he is long for this world on CNN. When you just look at how this stuff works, it, it just, he's not long for this world in CNN. It's just not happening. It doesn't make sense. It, it just, it, it, it obviously doesn't make sense for the executives to, to have him there. He is obviously not liked by the executives. He's obviously not liked by these two female co-hosts that he has. And there's all sorts of stories in the trades about how, you know, that segment is not working out. And look, like, I, you know, like I've done 
hour-long TV. I've never done a show like every single day. I did a, a couple of like a couple of pilots and things that didn't necessarily get picked up. Um, but I know what I know what it is to sit down and do an hour show. Um, to do an hour show, and even for me, guesting on an hour show, like guesting on Outnumbered or guesting on Gutfeld um, or guesting on you know the next re- next rev next revolution with Stephen Hilton on Fox News. Um, hour-long shows are tough to pull off. Hour-long shows are about chemistry. Um, They're about people kind of knowing what the deal is and about like you have to in some way, shape, or form kind of like enjoy the presence of the people that you're dealing with for that hour or that every day a week because if you don't, it's not going to work. Look at America's Newsroom. I do America's Newsroom on Fox all the time. Dana Perino and Bill Hemmer work because they obviously like each other. These two people are obviously friends offset. And that natural chemistry translates to the camera. People can sense it. Like, people can feel it. I can feel it when I go on the set. I know these people are friends. And, you know, it just... The CNN morning show is not working. They want Don Lemon gone. This is the way that they're doing it. Mark my words, folks. Don Lemon's days at CNN are numbered. 